get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. Welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri. The whole band is here. Dakota Lasky, Doomittal Crossing. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing good, doing good, yeah. Doing all right. How about you over there yeah, in Monterey? Same. Yeah, same here. You know, I was just telling you guys, you know, backstage, you know, I rarely get Fridays off, but, you know, we're recording here on a Friday. And so, yeah, I'm very much, you know, enjoying some much-needed time off uh, before we get back into the grind set. Have we ever recorded on a Friday? I feel like we we have to have recorded on a Friday like somewhere. Once, I feel like we haven't though. I feel like that, like I'm trying to think of all the days we've recorded on and the three of know. us together we have not recorded on a Friday before. Well, that I that I think is that probably. yeah that I think for sure. I, there's got to be. I mean, we're 161 episodes in. There's got to be one of them that was on a Friday at some point, right? Maybe it's, one of the E3 episodes or yeah. something around there. Like yeah, it is an uncommon day for us uh, to be recording mm-hmm. to be sure. And, well, uh, I remember. Well, Dread, we recorded that on a Tuesday because that's when the direct was. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I remember that show. Yeah, I, was I remember that. Show. <laughs> we all did. I think. I remember that. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we are. Uh, we're we're all together. We're here. We're we're happy, and uh, we got a we got a good show for you. We're gonna talk. We're gonna revisit actually a topic that is very very topical right now, and that is uh, what we would want to see. In a potential Metroid movie, and of course we are talking about this because um, the Super Mario movie or the Super Mario Bros. movie came out. It is all the rage uh, right now. It is. Wait, there's at, a Mario movie. This movie. I remember our discussion from a, a while ago, and I and we were talking about like, oh, the Mario movie is gonna make a billion dollars or something like that. As as of this writing, it's been out for uh, what like less than a week, right? At, at just over time? a week just over yeah. a, okay it's over 500 million dollars already so this is already the highest grossing debut for an animated movie ever it's it's breaking all kinds of records it is already the highest grossing video game movie uh ever which is pretty sweet and uh you know we we actually we're also recording a bonus show that is available for our patreons or our patrons rather over on patreon um all of our thoughts on the super mario bros movie and i'm very very excited for that i got to say a lot of my thoughts already over on virtual theater podcasts about video game movies and the stories that shape them 
But I'm really, really, really looking forward to seeing what what you guys think of what your kind of takeaways were and if they're similar to mine. But uh, that that is going to be uh, that's going to be what we're talking about today. But I did want to throw something out there to you and Dak. Maybe maybe you can hold off a little bit because surprise, okay. surprise, right. not not next week. But the week after, we're doing an Omega takeover of the Zelda cast. So we got me, we got Dak, and we got Lilith all uh, getting together. But maybe okay. just very briefly, the final trailer for Tears of the Kingdom oh. came out. Did it Did it sell you? Uh, do you really want me to answer right now? Ad- answer I, I would... in uh, one word, and then we'll save the rest for no. the Zelda cast. No? Okay. No, it did not. No. Okay. Doom, you could be a little bit more... You can be a little bit more... Uh, free flowing if you will. what did you think uh well what i think is i did not watch the trailer so yeah, i cannot wait i knew yeah so what so oh i my. cannot wait to see oh, what yeah, everyone that's, is freaking out about that's right because 12. you're the spoiler not not show me anything guy that's, i respect I that that's discipline right there i mean that's that's hard to do for a big release like this I so so hold on let, let me get this right. you didn't see I don't have that discipline I, you I didn't see that. anything like you didn't see I've I've seen I've seen the new art for the main villain which okay. can we we can say who the main villain is right I think we can. can we can we say that And if you don't want to hear I, it so then I, fast forward 30 seconds but we're talking about we're talking about Ganon yeah. daddy Whoa. Yeah which wow. I I love the new Ganondorf design I think he um yeah, it looks awesome. you know it gives off it gives off samurai vibes which I've never really seen with Ganondorf before and I think he looks absolutely badass Wind Waker? so Wind Waker? Huh? Yeah, he he, Wind he Waker. looks like a cool version of Wind Waker. Yeah. Not well, the Wind Waker yeah. didn't he look cool, like Samurai vibes in, yeah. in Wind Waker, though, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, but he's like shredded in this game, though, which I love. <laughs> he could have been shredded in Wind Waker. He was wearing a big flowing thing, right? We don't know. That's he could have been shredded. He's hydrated. No idea. That's for sure. He was hydrated <laughs> in that game. He was very yeah, hydrated. He, he, so he's yeah. cooking. Jack. Um,. But yeah. yeah, otherwise, otherwise, I know absolutely nothing about this new trailer, and I intend to keep it that way for the next month. Okay, you know, I I respect you, Doom, for that because I I'm like Dak. I watched the trailer. I actually looked at that leaked art book just. Cause. Oh yeah, I'm awful at that. If there's anything regarding anything that I'm interested in, I look at spoilers. I look at leaks. Like yeah, I just can't help myself. I just want to know. I need to know. Yeah, and then I'll like I'll watch how it happens later. But I, mean, I went into. I, I'm just gonna say I went into both Infinity War and Endgame without having watched a single trailer. Just want to throw you, that I out. I thought there. you were gonna say without watching a single other Marvel movie. Yeah, that would have oh, been that's impressive. Yeah. That's a bit much. I feel like For you could go spoilers. in like I don't know, but uh, yeah, well, I, I I totally agree, and I I kind of was just like the art books releasing with the game on day one, like how how spoilery is it gonna be, right? And it wasn't, but uh, it's still I respect that. I was just I was curious because I uh, you know obviously it was a pretty exciting uh exciting little thing for for us zelda fans out there and i think a lot yeah. of metroid fans are, are zelda fans so uh if you i thought it was a good trailer a, a, the best one by far i, I think by well, far well the bar is pretty low there but yeah yes, I that, agree. that's true i agree i thought it was a good trailer yeah this trailer should have been the one that came out a couple years ago i think and then like keep building on it and keep building on it i i, think... I will say the trailer was better on mute okay Okay, <laughs> is my is how I'll finish my statements until I can't, the, uh, I can't, I can't assuming, wait to talk. I'm about assuming this. the voice direction. I will. I will reserve my thoughts for the. Listen, Zelda pal, you have show. to listen to the Zelda cast in two weeks' time to uh, to get the goods on what Dak yeah. thinks. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, 
Going back to uh, to what we were talking about before, I veered us off off course here. The Super Mario Bros. movie is absolutely cleaning house. It is uh, it's taken all the money. It's it's I think it did pretty good in in terms of reviews. I think uh, I, I've seen a couple bad faith criticisms or what I would say are bad faith criticisms, but you know it's kind of what you thought it would be. And naturally, um, I think that. Uh, you know, naturally, I think that a lot of us in this community are just like, you know, they the Mario movie was such a success. What's next, right? And we we do. You and I talked about this a couple months ago, and we we kind of had our pitches, and and we'll we'll go over in detail some of that some of that stuff again, uh, some in in lesser detail, some in more. Um, but I, I think that like it's it's a fair question to ask, and I I don't think it's like completely impossible that like. At some point down the road here, if these movies keep on becoming successes, that we do see a Metroid movie because, like, there, I, I like you're already seeing it. Like, video game movies are the next like comic book movie bust. Like, the, you know, or boom rather. Like, there's tons of people going. Like, there is so much here to be mined and exploited on the on the big screen. So, you know, that there's a lot of people, including by the way, a lot of people, including Chris Pratt uh, and and Charlie Day, that were like. Metroid would be very cool. We actually published an article on Omega where, um, you know, they they did an interview and they they brought up unprompted that uh, that they thought a Metroid movie would be very very cool. So I think that there is like a I'm not gonna say like a ton of momentum, but like I I think that it's not impossible and certainly more likely, even if it's like a very very low percentage than it would have been mm-hmm. a year ago or or anything like that. So. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's an exciting time, and that interview, by the way, is on Gizmondo. You should check it out. It was, it was actually very interesting, but uh, you know, cool times to be a Metroid fan. So uh, here we go again. We are going to talk about what we want for a Metroid movie, and Dak, I'm gonna turn the keys over to you, my friend. Yeah. So obviously, the reason I wanted to do this episode is because of the Mario Brothers movie just coming out. But I also, I think, I thought it was apt because I don't think I was on the episode that you guys talked about the, mm. your Mario, your your Metroid movie pitches most recently. And also, I think I wanted to do like a conclusive, like our last thoughts on the Metroid movie stuff until probably a Metroid movie gets announced. You know, like I feel like we've gone back to this topic of, uh, a number of times. And like, let's. Let's answer some stuff. I also didn't want to like recycle going over our pitches entirely. I was kind of interested in like getting our thoughts after seeing what the Mario movie was like, maybe kind of revisiting what do we think after now seeing a Nintendo movie in theaters, mm-hmm. what that could mean for, for Metroid. So that's why I wanted to jump into this. So I think the first thing, and I, I gave you guys a list of the questions that I wanted to do, but I'm actually going to um, move around a little bit here and there, but also wanted to give you guys the note that some of these questions, like I'm asking what you guys like, yeah. what you want. Like if you, if money was no issue, you run the studio, whatever it is, that's what you want to make happen. Other stuff I'm asking your realistic opinions. Um, so to you guys, I'm going to start with Andy, you first. You have any option here. If it's going to be animated, right? You're mm-hmm. still doing a movie, but you want, but it could be animated. Would you want it to be in 3D or in 2D? Now, having seen Illumination 3D, is it something that you'd be like, hmm, I could see this for Metroid? Or would you want a feature length? Let's say we're in the days of the 90s. Walt Disney is churning, you know, Lion King is coming. Like, we're back then or something like that. And like 2D animation's coming back or something. 2D or 3D for Metroid? I, I think it's got to be 3D, right? Like, I, I, I think that it just looks uh, a little bit more advanced, a little bit more. I don't want to say futuristic because, because I mean, like it's not, it's happening now, but like, 
I think that with Metroid in particular, you kind of want to have like the most advanced like tech, you know, quote unquote technology that you can, or like the most advanced presentation maybe is the word I'm looking for that you can. Um, I think there are some Nintendo series that would that would benefit greatly from like the the 2D kind of style. Like I think Zelda actually would would be fine in that kind of presentation, like a Ghibli kind of a, a way. I do, I do think Metroid, you kind of want to have it be like, um, like I said, like like looking as advanced as, as animation can. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's a really obscure movie that I would throw out there that I'm going to look up right now who made it. But there was a movie that released, I want to say at least 10 years ago, uh, called Nine. And this movie mm-hmm. had uh, some really, really cool animation to it. And I almost think if it was like, if this movie was animated, it should almost kind of follow that that template that uh, that this movie set out. Um, it was uh, it wasn't was, it stop motion too. It was thinking of another movie. It wasn't quite stop motion. Like it wasn't like Corpse Bride or Nightmare Before Christmas or Coraline or anything like that. Um, it and it was done by um, oh god, let me see here. It was done by 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 uh, Lux Animation, and they did a really really great job with it. And it was kind of like a different style of animation. If a Metroid movie was to be animated, I think I would want it to look something like that. So that was a long way of saying 3D. Okay, okay. Doom? I I think I actually kind of disagree with that. So when I think of like Metroid animate animation, uh, the the visual that comes to my mind is Metroid Zero Mission, which is heavily influenced by both Japanese manga and Western comic book art. And when I look at that, I think that's the kind of style I want to go for. If I were to do a Metroid animated type of TV show or a film, you know, you know, a lot of people have brought up, you know, how they'd want to see like, you know, a Castlevania style Netflix show in the style of Metroid, including one of the artists from that show as well, who was very interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the visual representation that I kind of look at when I see uh, Metroid on the screen. And at least when it comes to animation. I think yeah. uh, just to just to put a cap on that, I wouldn't be like I would I wouldn't uh, balk at that at all. Like I think that would look great. I I think the thing with me is like when I look at Zero Mission, I see and you're have you're gonna have to forgive me because I'm gonna throw this phrase out, but like I see it as being a little almost too anime style, and um and I like I love Zero Mission's art style. Don't get me wrong, but I. And I love Castlevania on Netflix also, but I think that art style works for Castlevania and I'm not sure. I mean, you could, you could make anything work, right? But I, I don't, I think for me, I, I wouldn't want like a, a more anime kind of presentation for Metroid. I'd, I'd rather like a little bit more futuristic, I guess. Or I guess just more main, I don't know if mainstream is the right way to put it either. Um, yeah. I, I get what you're getting at though. Um, you made two points there, actually, when I addressed. First, you brought up Studio Ghibli, because I was going to mention, I feel like when people mention them for Zelda, that's the go-to. I feel like that style would be so sick for Metroid, though. My favorite Studio Ghibli movie is um, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I and was that watching movie, that last night. And that movie reminds me of Metroid the most. Obviously, the connotation, like, connections of, like, you know, the environment and, like, you know, man versus nature and all that. But I think visually it like has that mixture of like sci-fi and fantasy mm-hmm. that like gets into this like organic like I don't, it's it's like something about it that gives me that kind of Metroid vibe and I'm, I'm losing the words for it. And that's the movie that I think of where like, oh, it could be modeled in that kind of way. I feel like that kind of almost surreal abstractness that you get from Studio Ghibli movies 
would be really cool in a for Metroid. Like it would be a weird kind of spin on it, but that actually I feel like interests me more than Zelda because Zelda I feel like is the obvious choice and like of course that would work. It's a standard fantasy story to like apply that to Metroid. I feel like would be super cool. I I don't disagree, and I don't, I didn't mean to sound like I was disagreeing with you either. Do no, it's I like, know, yeah, yeah. I think it, I, just, I think it could work. It'd be really great. I don't think yeah. anyone's really mentioned that as kind of my point. It's like I feel like yeah. you think of Zelda when you think of like Studio Ghibli going to uh, a game IP. You know, it, it's like it's hard not to think cool. of like Zelda yeah, when you're watching Mononoke, and and you know, it seems mm-hmm. like a nat. It seems like a natural. Yeah, fit, Mononoke but... is another great uh, another great example there too. Yeah, um, and then. You also mentioned, obviously, Castlevania, which I believe was... I mean, I know it's on Netflix, but I don't know who actually animates it for Castlevania um, on Netflix. But when I think of, like, anime studios that could potentially do Metroid, I'm thinking... I mean, I'm thinking of my favorite anime, so I'm thinking, like, Bones, because they've done, like, Full Metal Alchemist. Um, They do... uh, I think they do My Hero Academia. They did Space Dandy. So that kind of style, I think, could be interesting for Metroid. Um madhouse one punch man the first season in that kind of style i think like the capture like how the like aliens and like weird creatures are captured in the first season of one punch man would be really cool for metroid Mm -hmm. so i think of anime studios like animation uh, castlevania would be sick but i kind of think of like my full metal alchemist my you know one punch man like attack on titan you know like the monster and like titan designs and that i feel like would be sick to apply that to like massive creatures in metroid that's where my feelings go in terms of like anime uh, animation doom do you have anyone that sticks out for you or or differences there? I'll, I'll be honest i am very basic when it comes to anime so like i don't really have like any suggestions or anything this guy's in a that. in the house kind of guy he wants some <laughs> of that cory in the house animation a- abs- absolutely yeah Give me, okay. give me core Don the helmet on Corey. That's what the world <laughs> needs. So uh, this is unrelated. I've been, I've been watching uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, and my wife hates it. She will not watch it anymore. We made it nine episodes in. She pulled the plug, which is too bad because it's. I like it, but you know, she's not a fan. But I do think like even that like is very sci-fi. Very. <laughs> it's cool. a very polarizing show to watch yes. with somebody. <laughs> yeah, like like I think that that could work, and like there's a lot. Like Cowboy Bebop is, is I mean, it's, it's oh, a little bit of a uh, step removed, but like animated that, Cowboy Bebop, not oh live yeah 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 no not live action no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um, that's another so, great example. So like I, I think that all of that could could work and be really well. I guess that's just not what I picture when I picture um, Metroid animated and and kind of like this is going to be a consistent thread for me, but like I I I kind of based a lot of my ideas on what I think would happen. So like it's hard to almost remove want you yourself to, from that, you know. Use your imagination. Yeah. You know? Well, I, yeah, let's dive let's in. Let's go. Um, I I think too. I'm also a big fan of um Gundam. So like I love like Gundam Wing, like G Gundam. Um, Eighth MS team is really good, by the way, for anyone who hasn't watched that. That's very like a grounded one. I would love to see Metroid in that like '80s or '90s style anime. Like I don't know how to describe that look, but you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Almost like that. It's, it's like, almost yeah, kind of like, kinda like Ghost in the Shell style anime, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of like dated almost look to it. Um, it's, it's a little bit raw, a little bit like more rough yeah. around the edges, but in like a relatable way. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be so sick for Metroid too, and and I feel like I've almost seen fan art kind of um, like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. would love and, that and I, on my end. And I should also say that, like, when I say anime, like, I'm specifically talking about the visual representation. I don't want that. Like, 
I don't know how to describe it. That like over the top kind of oh yeah, I'm not like anime melodrama. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I, I I absolutely do not want any of that in Metroid. I'm specifically talking about the visual presentation. Yes. Right. I mean, you don't want beach episodes in your. Yeah, Metroid? I don't. I, you don't, I don't want. I don't want other M. Is what I'm saying. That's what we need. We need an episode on not pitching, not <laughs> pitching a Metroid movie, but pitching our best Metroid filler for a TV show. <laughs> what would it be? I, hey, I like a good filler episode. I'm not gonna lie. I, me too. I like that. That I think. I think it fillers the wrong word because if you really get into it, it, it expands your knowledge and and I don't know, getting yeah. into the story. You know, I don't know. Samus goes to the DMV to get her new exactly. ship registered. I don't know. How does she react when she waits online for four hours? I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we talk. Okay. So you think, Andy? You think it should really kind of be a 3D movie? And I th- another reason why I wanted to talk about this um, topic in general is Nintendo's clearly like partnered with Illumination, mm-hmm. right? Like they kind of went to them and saw them as like a big partner. And I feel like it's a partnership that is going to continue. I don't think this is a one and done thing. So it's safe to say that like in the animated movie space, that's who they want to go to. And this is something I want you to answer in terms of like what you really think in in real life. Do you think Illumination would do a Metroid movie? You think it's their type of movie to do? Because Nintendo, if Nintendo's going to do a movie, they're they're going to be their first per, like group mm-hmm. to go to, right? I mean, they have Nintendo Pictures, and we can talk about that later. But like Illumination's clearly their go-to. So would they ever do a Metroid movie? The current Illumination. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? I don't uh, see it. You don't see it, Doom. I agree, actually. Um, And I and I think that we would have to preface our answer with like, if a Metroid movie were to ever occur, it's probably a ways down the road, like like to to make an MCU analogy, it would probably be like like, a phase two movie, at least I was gonna it would be like the Ant-Man of of the of the NCU, right? Like, it's not like it's like a I mean, if you really want to be generous, you could call it like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's still like a phase two. That's not a bad spot to be in, though. No, it, it's not. Mm. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't really think that 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 is type of movie that Illumination is like necessarily clamoring to make. Now, there are a bunch of Nintendo series that I could see them going to, like a like a Kirby or a Splatoon or whatever, right? Like, but I, I think that because the metroid movie would be further down the road and because i i don't know if it would be illumination making it i i think that maybe nintendo like my, my point is that it's a farther away movie maybe nintendo learns enough from illumination because i think that's a, a goal of their partnership is to like learn how to do this for themselves so they can mm. be like self-sufficient okay so i think that's probably something that they wait to do if they'd ever do it at all until they can be like, okay, this is how we make a competent animated movie. Let's go. Because I, I just, yeah, I don't see, I don't see Metroid kind of fitting in the same wheelhouse as, uh, as those other series. Like, uh, like, would you, could you imagine watching a Metroid movie and Ridley is flying away and Samus is chasing after in her ship and like, you know, uh, Uptown Funk starts playing in the background or something <laughs> like I just I don't know if I see that. So um, the sad yeah. thing is I do I do see that. <laughs> well, I, the sad thing is is like you could see that if it was Illumination, but I I think that that and we need a hero, whatever that song is. Oh, like yeah. that, that's what's gonna be uh, playing. I I admitted to uh, to Goo on on the Mario Pod, and I'll admit to you now too. I've never actually seen Shrek. 
But I understand. Yeah, we were talking, we were talking about the Discord. I thought, see, I thought we were going to wait until the Mario Patreon episode to really dig into this. But how have you not seen Shrek? I, I you know, I've seen bits and parts on TV. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I never sat You're down, down and I watched. You're trying to watch like Neon Genesis with your wife for nine episodes, but you can't watch Shrek. I, You're subjecting I, that to her and you can't watch Shrek. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, I have nothing to say. I have no defense. I'm not proud. It's just uh, I've never I've never seen Shrek. And the song's listen, not even as from I, Shrek. It's from Shrek too. You got to watch both. Yeah, ex- I was about to say like when we when we all eventually get together, like we're gonna watch the first two Shrek films. I I said I I will watch those. Shrek we don't even films. need to be together in person. You made us watch the Mario, the original Mario Brothers movie online, and on it was Discord. awesome. Yeah, it I was fell great. asleep. I, f- I literally fell asleep. when they the the car sequence when they fall off the cliff and they land in oh. the, the goo. I that's the, the last thing I remember. God, that that's the last thing good. I remember. That's like 15 minutes into the movie, right? We should watch it again. We sh- we shouldn't. We really shouldn't. <laughs> but um, you should watch Shrek. But right, okay, right, so I think right. we agree that I think we agree that Metro or Illumination wouldn't do a Metroid movie, right? It, well, also- if they did, it would be a very different tonally style of movie than I think us three would probably like agreed yeah there, there's there's a couple points i want to make that like in re- okay. first off in regards to like nintendo's partnership and then like in regards to the movie itself but like the partnership i i think it goes even deeper you know than just you know this mario movie and nintendo wanting to learn because you know if you think about it illumination is also owned by universal and what has nintendo and universal been doing they have been investing a lot of money into those theme parks like yeah. a lot of money and uh, to, to me, it seems clear that I think Nintendo looks at these avenues, whether it's the theme parks or whether it's the movies. Obviously, this isn't their bread and butter. They want to basically use these movies and these theme parks as commercials to get more people into their actual games and their consoles, which is their real bread and butter. And that's and that to me is what it feels like, is that these are all like more so extended advertisements to get a traditional audiences invested into their products where they really want to start investing and growing a a larger user base. And so I don't really think that a Metroid movie fits into that part of the equation when it comes to illumination, you know, for the reasons that we've already stated. And, and so, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to that, but you know, I just wanted to point that out. Mm. No, that's a good point. And I think until they try to make their own version of the the Star Wars land that Disney has, and they try to make direct competitor of that and have Metroid Land, they just have like Planet <laughs> Zebus in an area, and <laughs> which would be sick. Um, then I'd be like, oh, they might make a Metroid movie. I don't know. Um, but no, that, that's a that's a good point. And that was something I was thinking about, and you guys kind of answered my question already. Uh, the, but I'm going to go to it because. The, the big animated studio space in Hollywood is dominated by only a few studios. You don't really have a lot of options to go to in terms of studios you could collaborate with to grow an IP through movies or whatever. Like, you essentially have, so Pixar, right? Who mm-hmm. I would just, doesn't make movies that they're not coming up with themselves, right? You have DreamWorks. You have um, Walt Disney animation, so like Frozen, Big Hero 6, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have Illumination. Like that's if you look at the top, I think 50 movie animated movies of you all also, time, I think we it's also got to studios only pretty much. We also got to point out Sony Animation uh, for the work on Spider-Man. And Sony Animation, correct. Yeah, sorry, you're right. And Sony Animation. Um so like you Something have Something tells me that's those, not happening. Which I didn't think about because I very much <laughs> doubt that Sony Animation is going to make <laughs> yeah. Nintendo movies. So yeah. that's a good point, but yes, I wouldn't 
include them in the running. So you really don't have a lot of options and you kind of think of those. It's almost as if their only option is to kind of partner with Illumination and then bolster that or use that to bolster Nintendo Pictures. Like what you guys outlined. I feel like that's almost their only option, right? Like, or unless you think one of these other studios could maybe... Like, do you think there would be a DreamWorks Metroid movie and they're all doing the DreamWorks face? Like well, I mean, I guess I guess face? my... Yeah, the little smug, like... The smirk, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Um... I mean, That's I guess my question right to there. you guys is like, what's the difference between a DreamWorks film and an Illumination film? Like, really? I think there's a big difference. I think there's a big difference. Uh, DreamWorks so, is oh, Shrek. Okay. That's already like a huge. So I'm job. saying DreamWorks is Shrek. Yeah, you're talking about the Shrek movie versus the Minions movie. Those are quality-wise way different. And, 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 and okay, way that's different. fair. But I, you know? I guess what I'm saying is like, smirk-wise, way different. That you can't argue that either. I guess I guess my point is like I, I think that those DreamWork movies are still geared towards a certain type of audience that I, I just I don't know if if we as Metroid fans would be receptive to that. Like listen, we can we can sit and watch the, the Super Mario movies and have a great time, even though it's for kids and because there's there's a lot for us too. I don't mm-hmm. think a Metroid movie is gonna be for kids. Um or at least if it was, I, I don't know what kind of movie that would be. So I, I think that in in terms of that, just like broad, general, like what kind of movie are we making? Who is our target audience? I, I don't know that there's like a world of difference between Illumination and between DreamWorks. So so I almost feel like you're gonna have to get like all the Mario sequels. You're gonna have to get Donkey Kong. You're gonna have to put up oh, with Kirby. Like and, yeah, and I, I like I I think that like honestly like I mean you could find someone like you could probably make an Illumination zelda movie and have it little as a little bit more of a serious tone but like i think that um i can see that i, I actually could i don't I know actually, if i agree with that i could actually not be see it being serious and it being more like the new um a link to the past game where it kind of yeah, has maybe. that like yeah you know um there, there's a little bit more flexibility there and and I'll, I'll just wrap up so you can uh tell me i'm wrong doom but i i just i think <laughs> that um I think that we're gonna have to to get that those slew of movies that come out until Nintendo is is able to, at some point, like do their self produce. Yeah, their their yeah. own thing. I, I, I think like, you're right. There is an option too, where like maybe maybe we're, maybe we're giving a shot to somebody that that doesn't necessarily or that isn't known as on like the same level as an Illumination or DreamWorks. Like maybe it's like they they partner with the guys who made Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners, and it's like. Hmm. okay like you know you've done great work on netflix and now we we want to take you to the big screen and we're going to give you more of a budget or maybe um you know we talked about the the company uh, that made castlevania who i just looked up and now i forget but maybe it's like okay like we want to make a feature fit like i there are those kind of opportunities wouldn't intend to do that i I, i'm not like entirely sure but uh i wouldn't say it's impossible but i would say that i i think that would almost be more likely than them turning to like a dreamworks or another like animation company, because as you say, like, and correctly point out, there's not very many. Um, so I, I, I think if we're going to get a Metroid movie, it's, it's, it's either going to be from Nintendo, they're doing it themselves, or they're going to partner with someone that, that we don't see coming, which maybe that, maybe that's the case because nobody saw retro coming. Nobody's well, very few people saw Mercury steam coming. Right. So I, mm-hmm. who knows? I actually totally agree with that last point in particular. Like I don't, um, I, I don't necessarily agree in that, illumination and dreamworks are the same i feel like yeah i feel like dreamworks and pixar in particular are really good at creating adult films that are 
that are that are kid friendly to watch. So like PG films that have very complex themes um, underneath. But um, but but I also do agree that I also don't think those studios would be the right fit for a Metroid movie. And I do agree that if if Nintendo did a Metroid movie, which I think we all agree is still a ways off, mm-hmm. that it would either be something that they would do in house or they would do some other studio that's not one of these you know big four or five you know juggernauts that are creating you know your typical Hollywood animated films. I think it would be a smaller studio that would produce something for Netflix or some other streaming service. Mm, right. I guess yeah. my, my thing about DreamWorks, and not to beat up this point, because it really, like, it doesn't really matter. But, like, my thing about DreamWorks is, like, even their... And I like a lot of DreamWorks movies, don't get me wrong. Like, I really loved How to Train Your Dragon. I loved Kung Fu Panda. Um, what else here? I'm just going through the list. Uh, God, even, like, Prince of Egypt is uh, is a DreamWorks. So, like, I, I think that their movies are... Well, that's a DreamWorks movie. I, I guess, yeah. That movie yeah. is so good. I love that movie. Did they make Atlantis too? I, I thought yeah, no, that was Disney. Also, that, that was Disney. Disney. Okay, that was that's Disney. also a goaded movie. That one and Treasure Planet. Those are great animated movies. Anyway, continue. Well, my my point about DreamWorks is that well, I I think I could agree with you that the the quality is is a higher bar. Um, I I think that like like is the target audience for Kung Fu Panda the target audience for a Metroid movie? I, no, maybe, I I agree maybe? with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and, not, thing, and not saying, by the maybe. way, that that couldn't be like you couldn't. I'm not saying that you couldn't make like a PG-13 or even like a PG Metroid movie, and it wouldn't be great. I just I kind of wonder like if if you do that, do the elements that we love about Metroid kind of translate over? Because I well, when I picture a Metroid movie, I, I don't picture like the wisecracking flying Metroid or whatever, right? Like, well, well, that's well, that's kind of another thing I wanted to get at because yet. like even well, <laughs> don't not don't yet. tempt it, don't not tempt yet. it, but no, the um. But no, that's kind of what I was getting at. Because like, even you know, even if one of those studios did like take a step back from the comedy and make you know maybe a more grounded and serious animated film, I, I think we all agree that if you know Metroid, whether it's on the big screen or whether it's on a streaming service, you know, I would imagine that at the very least it's going to be um, a PG thirteen rated show or whatever the television rating equivalent to that is. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think any of these studios. Um, have done P. I think as high as they go is PG. I don't think they've ever gone to PG thirteen, and I, I don't see Metroid, in you know, in a, in a PG territory. Personally. I mean, I think Prince of Egypt is probably your closest movie to that. Yeah. That released almost like yeah. thirty years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. And and, yeah. and I wouldn't say it like like I said. I think you could do a PG Metroid movie, and it it could be fine. Um. But I, I don't know. I guess I would need to see it first, or have it pitched to me first, or something like that. I feel I, like it, I feel like it would be watered down. I feel like to get I feel yeah. like to get a true, authentic Metroid experience, it has to be at least PG thirteen. I don't see Nintendo going R rated. I feel like I feel like PG thirteen. Nor should is the they way go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the only studio that would stick out to me if I had any other choice here, um, and if you're a Halo fan, you would know them. Blur Studio. They did the Halo 2 cutscene, Halo 2 anniversary cutscenes. They also worked on Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. And they did some work on the Sonic movies. Like now, there's a good pick. Yeah. Love, Death, now, and Robots would be Personally, cool. I know a lot of people love in-game, in-engine cutscenes. I get that. But the the Halo 2 anniversary cutscenes, I think, are some of the most beautiful cutscenes in any, any game ever created. I yeah. would take a whole Halo movie made by them. I would take a whole Metroid movie made by them. I think it would be absolutely... 
incredibly gorgeous. It would be amazing. That would be my pick. If I had to give it to anybody, they would be primed. To, if they could make a feature film like movie, mm-hmm. I would give it to them in a heartbeat. I, I am also, okay. I'm also an, in, I'm also an in-engine game cutscene purist. But I also have to admit, like Halo Two Anniversary's cutscenes are freaking out of this world incredible incredible like that's a game where i play on the old graphics and then the cutscenes start boom tab yep <laughs> give me those new cutscenes cutscene ends boom 2004 give me back uh, i so i my pick i don't mind those like i remember playing the old final fantasies and they'd have like those very brief like snippet really cool cutscenes or whatever i was all about that so yeah i mean i, I think that's uh, i think that would be great yeah i mean cutscenes are i think pretty divisive i know there's a lot of people and i think it comes down to like, I mean, we even have fans of, of Metroid in the Discord, for example, that like don't give, don't care at all about the story and just want to play, right? And there's people like me who very much care about the story. Um, I remember being someone who, when Metal Gear Solid Four came out, people were really, a lot of people I knew were like, these cutscenes are so long, because there's cutscenes in that game that are like twenty, thirty, like they're, they're, long. they're like they're, they're long. long cutscene is like forty minutes. The right? last yeah. cutscene I think is like close to an hour. And <laughs> the I last cutscene is a bit much, but yes, I remember enjoying them because I would be like, "Oh, I get to lay back and like watch this. This is great. Like I get some, you know, I I love those long cutscenes. I'm a big cutscene fan, so I think of Blur Studio and I think of some. So that would be my pick. Yeah, um, I'd be down with that. So, so Blur Studio, if you're listening, make that happen. Make that whole business arrangement and like the movie production. Make all that happen. That'd be really. I will go and pay to see the movie. Hey, um, now I don't want to give. I want. I don't want to do entire movie pitches here. I kind of want to get down to the the base um, core concepts here because the Mario Brothers movie, I think, which was really interesting, that it's not an a straight adaptation of any of the games. It's not. I would. I mean, not that there's a Mario canon, but I think we can assume that like this movie takes place outside the world of the games, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like it's its own in its own individual story. Yeah. Um I I thought that I personally thought that was probably the best thing for them to do. I thought that was really good. Now having seen the Mario Brothers movie, what do you all think? If they're making a Metroid movie so it's 2D, 3D, uh live action doesn't matter, right? Do you think or rather not what you think it what you want? If it's up to you, what would you want? Movie to be an original story like based on Metroid, so like the Mario Brothers movie. Um a non-adaptation story, but it fits into the canon. So, like, let's say you're making Metroid Prime 4 into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, a straight-up adaptation of one of the Metroid games that already exist. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw it to Andy, you first. What, what's your pick? This is both what I would want to happen and what I'm sure would happen. But I, I think that it would work in a very, very similar way to comic book movies where... Those movies, clearly, they're their own thing. They don't relate to the comics, nor should a Metroid movie relate to the games. It should be its own standalone property that Joe Schmo, who's never heard of Metroid before, can go and see and come away knowing what Metroid is. And I think that as you do a Metroid movie, or maybe two, or maybe three, whatever, you can loosely adapt particular elements from games if you want, right? Like, so, so what I mean by that is, like, I'll throw The Dark Knight, right? Like, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. That game very loosely adapts a Batman story called The Long Halloween, which is a great story. And it's it's about the kind of slow demise of Harvey Dent and how he changes from Harvey Dent into Two-Face. And I think that you'd want to do something similar in, in a Metroid movie where it's like you can start off, you can establish your world, you can have your own unique twists. And maybe, you know, maybe the ending of the movie 
maybe that kind of draws some elements from uh, Super Metroid or something, or, or Metroid 2, mm-hmm. where, like, Samus is going to eliminate the Metroids and, like, saves that baby or whatever. Like, I think you could weave, like, some some specific plot lines in if you want and if they make sense but i don't think that you have to be like completely beholden to them like like another example is um i just finished watching rings of power like the the lord of the Rings show on amazon Mm. and they they play a little bit fast and loose with some of like the timeline and some of the the characters and stuff like that to make it work for their show so like they're they're adapting a story but it it's they're taking the best parts of the story and making and tweaking them to work for the silver screen. And I think that's what a Metroid movie would do. And I think that's that's pretty much what the Mario movie did. Like they they took very I mean not that Mario's bursting with story, but like they took kind of like some of your key elements from from that movie and, and weaved into a story. And I and I would think that like almost all Nintendo movies would follow this, uh, this formula where it's like we can be inspired by the the series but we're not going to necessarily like we're not going to make metroid prime the movie or metroid fusion the movie you actually probably could make metroid fusion the movie and that'd be sweet but my point is is like i think that they could probably take like ideas from a game like metroid fusion like the sax or the x or something like that and and make it into a, a general metroid movie with its own story its own pacing its own character whatever right like i i think that that is probably what they would do and what i would want for them to do Okay. Yeah, I'm totally in agreement there, pretty much. So I'll I'll briefly reference my pitch, not in depth, but just because that actually does go counter to my my agreement here. Because the pitch that I did that I did for the previous episode was something that you could put into the current canon, just because it's based off of lore in Metroid, just one that we don't really have a lot of information on, and that's when the pirates actually attack Zebus and annihilate all of the Chozo on there. And I pitched kind of a short film that, you know, depicts those events. Um, but aside from that, you know, we're, we're not talking about a short film. We're talking about an animated series or a feature-length film. And, you know, for that, you know, we're establishing a brand-new universe, and for that, I feel like we should really take advantage of that mm-hmm. and really give, you know, the creative team, like, all the creative control they have to go in new directions and not be hampered by the current game lore of metroid and you know that that's basically the same as you guys just described you know what comic book films do or or honestly what anything that's based off of an adaptation whether it be books or graphic novels etc do um you know a good example you know i was just re-watching the boys again recently and that's you know a show that's pretty Pretty unanimously, everyone agrees the TV show blows the comics out of the water, and that's because they took the best elements of the books, but they went their own directions with it. You know, they created their own social commentary and their own messaging and whatnot. And overall, it's just a lot more. In- there's a lot more interesting dynamics going on in that show mm-hmm. because of the creative control that the showrunners have. Yeah, I-, I think that's actually a really good point, and I I would I think the great thing about this, I think you can kind of go in so many different directions. I personally don't think we need to have a story that like would be like required viewing for the canon of the actual current Metroid story. I personally no. like whatever's relevant for the story should be in the games as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um I think with the thing the Mario th- movie is that they really couldn't like really adapt like even if it wasn't a one to one adaptation like I mean maybe they could like loosely adapt like Super Mario Sunshine cuz that's so distinct. Um and so many Mario stories kind of like blend together whereas I feel like Metroid you could like not not even need to one to one, but you could adapt the original Metroid story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I always feel like I and I talked about this in the Discord. Like I feel like an almost one to one adaptation of like 
what happens in like Samus's early life in the manga and whatever, and then lead into the events of Metroid as one movie, I think would be would work really well. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing a loose adaptation of Metroid Prime and taking the general story of Metroid Prime, but like flushing it out because you know adding characters and, and whatnot. That I could see them doing. Um, and then yeah, I could see what you are you two are describing, where they kind of create their own story that's faithful to the games, but allows them to be more creative and they're not retelling the original events of Nestroid or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I would I would be down for any of those as long as it's not like the Halo TV show where they come up with a new story <laughs> and it contradicts and it doesn't make any sense not only in the context of the sto- story but you're just coming up with completely new characters essentially um even the ones that you know. I don't want that that's the thing that I'm worried about. Is I don't want one of those like I would I want The Last of Us which is like a loose adaptation that's faithful and ad- adapts the main story to an extent um you know pretty much follows that uh but it's not one-to-one i don't want the halo tv series that's the only thing that kind of worries me about like giving them creative freedom whoever them would be to an extent yeah like i i feel like i would actually be fine if they even explored a little bit more outside the bounds like than what the last of us did and i love the last of us by the way it was awesome um i still need yeah. to watch it I thought very, it was pretty good. Very good. Very I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was a little bit biased because I I saw like little bits of Calgary in there, so and I was like, oh hey, cool. Um, hey, there you go. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like I I think that they could have a little bit more for like I I pitched Doom uh, a story and and I I think I had like an original character that was kind of like a stand-in for Adam, but like just so that Sam's had someone to talk to, which I think that yeah. you probably need to do if it was a Metroid movie show, whatever. Like I I. I think that you'd probably need to have Samus like talking to someone at some point, right? Like, but couldn't you just take Adam and not have him be dead? You could, yeah. You earlier, could. you know, and like that. That's I feel like maybe would make that route could maybe like make more sense. Like you still yeah. have Adam, in, but he's alive. Sure, more. like like yeah. I, I think that option's on the table. I mean, yeah. I I just picked a new character because I'm, I'm not a fan of Adam, and I wanted right. to uh, to get Sigourney Weaver in my movie, but. Uh, um, yeah, like I think that you could do that, and you but you could take like a little bit of a, a different license and say like Adam is my CO and maybe he's in my ear and gets me support or something or whatever. Admiral right? Dane like, or whatever shows yeah, up. And, yeah. <laughs> so like, right, listen. Or sorry, you go. Oh no, 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 I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, you said, hey, listen, I want to, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, look, I know we said no pitches, but uh, I, I hope you're ready for a pitch. Listen, it's j- okay. it's simple. It's John Wick, but it's in the Metroid universe. Instead of instead of the dog getting yeah. killed. It's the baby Metroid instead of the Continental. It's the Galactic it's Federation. The animals, instead of Winston, the animals get killed. Yes, and instead of Winston, it's Adam. No, it, Boom! It's, there you it's go. Her parents There's your movie. That get killed. There's your movie. The parents are either killed. Or. And, you could, you, and Ridley you, you is do, Yusuf. You can do either or. You yeah. can do either or. It works either way. I, so I actually that was another question I was going to ask. So let's jump to that. Okay. Um, because it's a two two parter, and we're going to get to doing what you were referring to first. Would you all be down for a live action Metroid movie? Um, and second, who would you want to direct it? I think there's an answer. Who would you want to? I don't know the name of the John Wick directors, but I know they're incredible stunt, you know, people, mm-hmm. and that's why they started making those movies. Um, so let's let's say, would you want a live action movie? Let's start with that. Like, is that like we talked about animated? Would you be down for? I mean, and don't be like, well, that it would be an alien or aliens movie. Like, let's assume that we're making it different enough where it's not an alien or aliens copy pasta by making it a, a, a live action movie. Um, do I'm going to go to you first? you brought up john wick which is obviously live action would you want to see a live action metroid movie i would i would be i think over animated if you had to choose one or the other if i had to choose one or the other well so so that gets into it i feel like a live action 
Yes. So I feel like a live action movie would be a lot more difficult than an animated than an animated feature or a TV series. I feel like that would be a lot more challenging to do. But I also think it has a lot more potential as well at the same time. And so I would be very cautiously optimistic. And of the two, I would probably, depending on how well the trailer looked, I could potentially be more hyped for a live action film. But I mean, again, it it depends. But again. I'm with I just, you. Man. I just think there's a. I think I just. I think there's a lot more potential with a live action I, film. I, if you, if you put the love and care into it, and it has a good enough budget, or honestly, even if it doesn't, I mean, District Nine had like a pathetically yes. small budget, and that's like one of the best looking sci-fi films of all time. Yes, yes, and, yes. And transitioning into your director uh, question, there, uh, Neil Blomkamp. That's my choice. Neil Blomkamp. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who is and, who is by the way, um, d- uh, currently directing a Gran Turismo film of uh, all things right now. I want to oh. see that. I'm very curious because <laughs> I feel looks, like it's... It looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I, I like racing movies in general. I Fellas, I watched Need be. for Speed not that long ago. I'm not excited for Gran Turismo. <laughs> that's, um, that's a good point because he was almost going to work on the Halo movie too at one yep. point. So, uh, but anyway. You can even find uh, some of the props from the Halo movie used in District, in District 9. 9. I think there's, yeah, the battle yeah, rifles. Yeah, there. I was about to say there's like repainted battle rifles in that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I think that... I. People may may dump on me for saying this, but I I feel like a live action movie inherently feels a little bit bigger in some aspects, not necessarily better, but bigger, which is why I think Disney keeps on like churning out these live action versions of their live you know, action, like yeah, the Lion King, which was which, not live action, it was which are, realistic, but which it wasn't are live horrible, action. by the way. So I'm not yeah. trying to say that it's always better. Like clearly, it's not, but I I do think that like um. It, it it feels bigger to me to have a live action, and I think that there's lots of like really great budget like uh, things that you can do. Like you you brought up District Nine, I'm gonna bring up The Expanse. Like that's a that's a fantastic TV show made on a on a budget, right? Like, and I think that uh, that's a really good example of like what you can do with like smart sci-fi pacing and smart sci-fi uh, budget. And I think that that would look uh, very very cool. Um, so I if I had a choice, it would be live action um and i think oh my god why can i not boys help me who directed blade runner what why can i not think of the new blade runner uh oh um uh what what the heck is this guy's i is he the same guy that directed dune or is that denise villeneuve i can't believe i can't remember anyways he would be my guy because i think like every movie that i've seen of his is like so visually stunning um, and, and I think that you need that if you're going to direct a, a live action Metroid movie, I think you really need to have the world look incredible. I, I yeah, think like, that's if, a great if you don't have that, your movie's gonna, I don't know. It's going to feel a little bit lesser than to me. I like, cause I think, I think like animation is maybe, I don't know. Who knows? I could be speaking completely out of turn, but like Boom, boomer opinion incoming. Yeah. I think it's easier to make it look really cool, right? Because like you could draw whatever you okay, want, okay. and like you can you could have like these sick uh, cyberpunk aesthetics in in your animation, but like it's hard to get that look practically. And and I think that um, if you were to do it correctly and if you were to do it right, I think it would be so huge, right? Like I I'll use Lord. This is a bad example because it's one of the most high budgeted successful movies ever. But Lord of the Rings. That could have been really easy to do as an animated movie, but they put in the work, they put in the budget, they made the sets, it looks awesome, and people revere those movies to this day, including me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I would absolutely love to see live action. 
Do I think it'll happen? Yeah, probably not. But like, that's okay. Yeah, I. I mean, personally, I personally, I feel like a live action movie has the potential to be worse, with the potential to be better overall. Like, yes, higher yeah, 100%. Peaks, lower that's where I'm yeah, at. Yep. Yeah. And personally, I agree with you, Doom. I would be way more excited for a live action just because, like, I don't know. There's something about that that I, mean, I, I somewhat agree with you, Andy. I think these days that's changed. Animated movies, especially, like, the new, like, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, like, in the Super Mario Bros. Like, these have become as big as live action movies, which the, in and of themselves have a lot of CG. I mean, Avatar just came out, and that's a live yeah. action movie, but it's yeah. also very animated. Um so that line is kind of blurred even obviously dune same thing um it's live action with mixed with a lot of good cg and i feel like that's what metroid would be so good in where you have those pra- a mixture of practical effects and computer generated effects with like i think just for me when i want to watch a movie uh, when i want to watch a super mario brothers movie i want to watch mario jump on some koopas and i hear mario music i'm like oh that's fun i'm in and out Honestly, I want to see some cool, like, Samus shooting aliens action, but I want to connect to, like, the human aspect and that part of Metroid, which is also a reason why I like the games as well. I like Samus as a character, and -hmm. I feel like I would love to see Samus and other characters portrayed by actual humans and see those real emotions, and which I feel like something like Metroid, you know, that works better in Metroid than it does in Mario. I feel like Metroid is is a... an IP that works better in live action than something like Mario, for example. Oh, I don't think yeah. it works as good in live action as or makes sense in, uh, in live action. Not going to take the bait. All right, fine. I'll continue. Um, <laughs> I, but <laughs> I think I think part of the draw. No, I'm not touching that. I think part of the. I, I have some thoughts, but I'll save those for our bonus episode. I, I, part of the draw of like a live action Metroid movie would be seeing those gross, disgusting creatures, right? That Samus is, yeah. is going head to head. I I actually thought that you guys might like kind of laugh at me when I said that a Metroid movie should be like John Wick esque, but like I, I think that'd I be think awesome. That'd be like sick. see like Samus is barreling through like, a bunch of enemies and, and stuff. Whatnot, like yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that's like a really decent blueprint actually for for a Metroid yeah. movie. I think there's a lot of ways you can go on my short list, right? And I tried not to mention Ridley Scott or James Cameron. Obviously, because they directed <laughs> yeah. Alien and Aliens, but also I mean James Cameron for Cameron for Avatar from that. Uh, we mentioned Denise Villeneuve, um, Dune. I can't say his last name. Denise, I know I'm on a first name basis. Cool. Um, not only did he do Dune, but he also did Arrival and and Blade Runner. He did Arrival as well, which mm-hmm. was really good. Um, I wasn't the hugest fan of that movie, but it was a good sci-fi movie. It um, looked awesome, if nothing it else. Looked, yes, it yeah. looked very good. I think Christopher Nolan would be sick for a Metroid movie. I know not, uh, he's polarizing, but he just cre- that he creates that epic feel to a movie like Interstellar, Inception. Like these mm. are big, these are big major movies. Interstellar is one of my favorite movies of all time, and if I can get like an uh, Interstellar quality Metroid movie, I would be super happy with that. Um, obviously Miyazaki, if he went the Studio Ghibli route, obviously, um, and then Guillermo del Toro, Pacific Rim. Ooh, right, that's like, a good pick. That's that's my sleeper pick right there, and then obviously Neil Blomkamp. Um, those would be my my picks there. I think Del Toro would be sick for a Metroid. I didn't movie. even think of Del Toro. That's like, but that's such an obvious pick. Like when you say it out loud, it's like, oh yeah, Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Like you have big bad monsters. You have people like getting into suits of some size. Um, and I don't know. I think that like the characters are kind of written in a way like if you tweaked a little bit it would make sense for Metroid. Um, just how it's shot, I think like especially underwater like i could see like samus underwater in the same kind of way like how a lot of those scenes were in pacific rim 
that's also one of my favorite movies so i would say well, well you know we've been talking about like the visual effects and like the gross alien creatures and how like, cool that would be to see in live action but for me like when i think of live action when i think of breathtaking metroid moments i think of like the simpler moments like you know one of my all-time favorite metroid moments and we've talked about this on the podcast before is just the talent overworld landing sequence like the moment mm-hmm. where i became a metroid fan and i feel like having that in live action would be significantly more impactful than having that in the animated form or even seeing just really cool technological colossi colossi like the sanctuary mm-hmm. fortress mm-hmm. or the um sky town alicia or you know you know just stuff that like obviously would look incredibly cool animated but seeing that interpreted in live in um a vis- a live esque yeah. visual setting, Listen, like I feel like that would just be incredible. There's a reason that Avatar and Avatar Two are like two of the highest grossing movies of all time, and it's because the worlds look Immaculate. amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. That's what I want for Metroid. And it like <laughs> it, it hurts because like I I know it would never happen, but like yeah. man, God, that would be so awesome. I would be I'd be so happy with that. Hmm. Um, Something that and and yeah, I think Doom. That's a really good point. Like some of the more basic, intimate moments of Metroid, like Samus, like the the baby Metroid imprinting on her. Like, sure, the baby Metroid would be cool, but I want to see like whoever the actor is, like, yeah, be Samus in that, like, and give me that scene. It it reminds me like of in Avatar. You remember the first Avatar when like those little uh, white like little jellyfish thingies float around like uh, the the tree spirits Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was so awesome, and it was just a quiet little moment, and it it was. It was awesome. Like mm. I think you could do a lot of those kind of moments in a Metroid movie. That would be oh for sure, yeah. And, and that's yeah. that. That's the strength of live action. Where yes, I there's a lot more opportunity to fail. Like for sure, yes. <laughs> but if you succeed, but. now we're talking. Like now you are, you know, now you're like revered, and you're you're you have a lot more potential. Yeah. The plus side, you get all these small moments, but uh. On the downside, uh, you get a, I want to take me down on the old town road. I'm going to. What movie are you watching? Is, is, yeah. What, what, is that going to go into the movie? Yeah. What? Uh, pr- probably. You think they would still use. You to be good with old town road. I think as Samus. Um, that would be an walks. animated movie, if anything. Yeah. Do you think they would use licensed music movie uh, music for a live action movie for Metroid? That, I don't know. I, I, I was mostly just memeing, but like, I don't know. Well, let's let's dig into it. What do you? Th- <laughs> I think I need to use "I Need a Hero," whatever it is. What is that song? Oh, that's "I Need a Hero," Bonnie Taylor or Metallica. Ride the lightning or something would be sick. I don't know. Uh, That'd be cool. Uh, you know, like you know, the Metallica's in Fortnite. You that sometimes get into it. I, like, I have. I feel like everybody but Master Samus is in Fortnite at this point. I, I have the Master Puppets emote as well. And when you get into the car, it can be on the radio. I'm like, wow, this is this is immersive just like real life mm-hmm. this is crazy mm-hmm. um all right so we've been talking about this for a while um and i can't wait to open up my doors windows because it is crazy hot in my room but one more <laughs> brucey bonus episode question here before we before we jump off this let's say you are it's your you are the movie namer that's your job title okay mr nintendo comes to you and they're like hey we have a metroid movie we this need needs to sell a bajillion metroid dollars but you can't call it just Metroid. You have to call it can Metroid can be in the title, but you can't call it just Metroid. This movie needs to make a billion majillion Metroid dollars, and the title is going to be a big part of marketing this movie. Andy, what do you call the Metroid movie? Oof. Okay, so it it kind of depends on like what 
what your movie's about, like a, a little bit, right? So let's let's assume that this Metroid movie is probably an origin story. Listen, this isn't the best, okay? But uh, you know how the first Captain America was like the first Avenger. I, mm. I think you go something along that that road, like Metroid. Uh, Metroid, the first Metroid. Birth of a Hunter, or Metroid, okay. uh, I, I don't know, so, something like that, where it's like... Samus, the first Metroid. <laughs> it, it like, like, Metroid Begins, obviously not Metroid Begins. Metroid but, Begins, yes. But I you know like what I mean? That. Like, like Metroid something, Metroid uh, the first Hunt, or Metroid the... Uh, I don't know. Something something to first get across. Hunt's a, first Hunt's a good one. I like that. First yeah, Hunt, like, I think, would be good. Metroid First Hunt. Like, like I think that would be fine, and then maybe you can get into, like, as you get sequels, you could you could get your uh, your Metroid Fusion, or your Metroid Prime, or whatever. Um, I, I, think, I think it's probably something along those lines, though. Like, something that conveys that, like, yes... This is the first Metroid movie, because, because I mean, ass- assuming again, like, if a Metroid movie ever got made, whether it was live action, whether it was, um, whether it was animated, as as Doom points out correctly, these movies are really kind of like a tool to get people to to play Nintendo games. So, like, I think you make it in a way where it's like very accessible for people that have never played Metroid. So it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like you're telling people who Samus is. So I, I think it's probably going to be an origin story. So I think it's probably going to be something along those lines, like Metroid. This is who Samus is, what she's all about and whatever. Great title. Metroid John uh, Wick in space. Up yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Metroid chapter dude, would, one. Dude, what would you go with? What's your title? So, so here's my question first. Why does it have to be subtitled? Why can't we just call it Metroid? Cause I feel like no, most it, video doesn't game projects, be, it doesn't it have doesn't to have, be. Those sub- are the rules though. It, it doesn't. Ha- no, it doesn't. No, no. Those are not the rules. The rules were. These are, these are your self-imposed rules in this question. No, 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 no. My rule was it can't be just Metroid. It doesn't have to be Metroid subtitle. It could be something Metroid. It could be Metroid something oh, without it. Yeah, a- yeah. yeah. So I didn't mean specifically subtitle. Just that it can't be just called Metroid. It can't be just Metroid. And why? Right. Because because then otherwise you're gonna say, well, just call it Metroid, and that's not fun. So you have to say something else. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe something that like references Samus as a character because you know, obviously, the title Metroid refers to, in a way, it refers to Samus because Metroid translates to the Ultimate Warrior, which is also what Samus is. But it doesn't directly, you know, you know what I mean. It doesn't directly reference the main character. It's not like you know, Metroid, say an Iron Ultimate Man or a, Warrior. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a Spider. You know what? That's not bad. A bit redundant, um, but not bad. Into I, the Metroidverse. I like into the Metroidverse, yeah, that'd be good. It's it's actually too bad that you couldn't use um, Samus Returns as a title because that would be awesome. You could for the sequel. You, you could, could for, for the, the sequel. sequel. Um, Samus Arrives doesn't kind of Samus Arrives <laughs> roll off the same way. That's that's kind of interesting though. Samus Arrives. I feel like that would be like a joke movie, like a parody movie. I I think like Samus Returns would be a really strong title if it fit, but it doesn't. Um, they could make I they could somehow make it fit. I think like I don't know yeah, somehow because yeah. I'd be like returning from what I haven't seen another Metroid movie. I gotta tune in. I guess like that would be that's what I'm thinking. Ma- okay, um, how about Metroid? <laughs> maybe Prime Pinball the oh movie Metroid. Well, it okay. could be Metroid the movie. This is the Call scenario. Okay, the NCU is like twelve movies deep, and we finally got our 
our team up movie and like Super Smash Bros is happening. There's post credit scenes with Thanos or whatever, and and Samus is in this movie. Maybe her first hand. No, Thanos is coming. He's teaming up with Master. Hand. <laughs> and Thanos oh, is in yeah. the movie. Yeah, I'm so him. so maybe Samus is in there, and then her her first movie is Samus Returns, and then because you've seen her already, so technically she's returning, but it's not just called Metroid. I don't know. Okay, okay. Master Hand um, and, and and Thanos. And bad Thanos? combo. Because then you put the gauntlet. Master on Hand Master with Hand. the gauntlet. There yes. you go. That would now be we're cooking. Oh. You know, that we need to write that movie. Screw the Metroid movie. Let's get let's get to that. Let's get to that. Let's just jump ahead. Um, real quick, I'm gonna answer for myself. Um, I think the last Metroid would be a cool movie title. Um, it would be ironic because it would be untrue. Samus eventually would become the the last Metroid in the future past that. But I don't know. I feel like the last Metroid would be a cool movie or a cool movie title. It's also like a, a phrase in the games. Like it has a meaning there. Mm. And um. Even even if it doesn't work, I think it would be cool. I honestly also think you could just use Metroid Prime. Just call it Metroid Prime. That brand is so strong. Even if it's not related to Metroid Prime, just call it that. It's such a good title. It's just mm, just something about it. It's strong. It's a strong brand. It's yeah. a strong brand. So those would be my. And you picks. could easily put like, and you could easily like take Prime elements and put that into an origin story too. I feel like. I I agree, could, and I also yeah. I also feel like if you're if they're going for like a a two and a half hour three three and a half hour epic, I think you could adapt the events of all three Metroid Prime games into a single Metroid Prime movie. I agree with that as well. Actually. I I don't I know about that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you could, could but I I think that you might leave out like certain elements. Like you're not going to to Planet Aether and dealing with the Ing, but you are seeing Dark Samus pop up and and threaten you. Maybe I think maybe maybe you don't have all like the other bounty hunters, but you do get the phase on corruption. I I think you could do it. I think you, you could merge like the the origin stories of Nestroid and Metroid Prime too into one kind of thing almost. And like you could maybe take elements of let's just throw this out there hypothetically. Maybe instead of of Zebus, the space pirates have landed and built their base on uh, Talon Four, and Mother Brain is there, and Crate is there, and Ridley's there. Because of this phase on and because of this impact creator. So like I, I think that that's that's kind of what I mean when I think that you want to tell some like so you, you want to pull from elements from the story but go your own way and have some creative license. So like I think that you probably could merge those if you if you wanted to and if you you know kind of trimmed a lot of the fat and, and made like something that weaves those together a little bit more seamlessly i I think you could do it well well, what i'm saying is i think you could merge them in some areas but then i feel like other aspects that you don't include could be like still put in a sequel like for example like the light and dark world that would obviously not be in the first movie at all but maybe that we could like come to play like you know two three movies down the line yeah Uh, yeah, i don't like when i think of that i'm like okay if they're gonna adapt all three like into a movie like you introduce the 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 corruption hunters earlier right like maybe they would be characters earlier like in the me- events of yeah. metroid prime something like that yeah like I, I, maybe I samus too, doesn't yeah. go to aether but rundus does and it's like a split plot so like rundus is tailing with stuff on aether while samus eventually starts doing you know like i think it would be possible i think it would be an interesting challenge to see how they would do it you mentioned the metroid and metroid prime adaptations though real quick i actually think it would make more sense if they adapted the events of metroid and metroid 2 together and you have the end of metroid as your midpoint mm. and like lowest point almost and then samus has to go back to finish the job and the at the end of the second act into the third act 
That's how right. I think would, would be actually really cool. But anyway, I, I think you could do like Metroid one, two and three together as well. Well, actually. I think the sequel, because then then the sequel mother at like the, the post credit scene is mother brain being alive still or whatever yeah. it is. And then Super Metroid would be the sequels. How I, and that would be just Super Metroid adaptation. That's what I would do. Yeah. Huh. I mean, like there's def- there's definitely like a lot of different options that you could do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I hope it comes true. I, I think that like. The success of the Mario movie certainly shows us that there's an appetite for for these Nintendo IPs, and I and I mm-hmm. think it's not just because the Mario Bros. movie is is a great kids movie. Like I think it's, you know, I, there was a lot of people like us in, in the theater that I went to. There was a lot of kids, but there was a lot of people like us too, like our age, kind of watching and laughing and, and yeah. uh, you know maybe rolling their eyes at some of the music bits, but like just generally having a good time. So I, I think that that market is like there and it's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and the boys got dressed up for that event. Oh my god, I saw that. <laughs> that was awesome. I saw that. Yeah, me and my friend went, and it was a good time. And we're both in our late twenties, so <laughs> we had a good time. Yeah, it was good. Me, me and my wife went to the ten p.m. show, and there were still a ton of kids there. For some I reason. went to the I went to the eight thirty show on a Friday. It was packed. I bet, but like, but like almost no, but no scr- uh, screaming, crying little babies, which was great. Only one little baby cry at one point, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, we had we had kids in our theater, but like they were all chill. Yeah, like nobody yeah. was like screaming at the top of their they lungs. Were focused. They, just, they were watching yeah. that. They were watching that movie. They were not distracted. They mm-hmm. were focused on that Mario. <laughs> As that they should movie. have been. There, there's a lot to follow for that that movie. And if you want to hear us talk about that movie, by the way, by God, uh Patreon over at OmegaMetro.com is where you can hear our thoughts on the Super Mario Bros. movie. And I'm gonna plug Virtual Theater one last time. Uh check out Goose and I Goo and I's thoughts. About the Super Mario Bros. movie. Goose. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, that was awesome. Thanks, Zach, for putting that together. That was great. And I think that we had a a very, like, a very different but a very, like, uh, interesting discussion about what a Metro movie could be, maybe what we'd want it to be, potential, possibilities. I love that stuff. I I agree, and I'm glad we were able to jump back into this because I was kind of itching to talk about it. I know you guys talked about it, but it's been a while since I've talked about it Mm. on the show. So it was more of a it was a selfish play by me. I'm not gonna lie, and you can flame me in the reviews if you want. But that said, I do have a pitch for you. What I I want to pitch the title of this episode, the show, the podcast episode. We should call it the last Metroid movie episode. Parentheses until the next one. That's what I think we should. I'm fine with it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Uh, okay. I thought you were gonna say the. I thought you were gonna say the Super Metroid movie, but oh, that's we a, could also that's a great title. We could do that too. This is well, wh- whoever's the editing Super Metroid movie wouldn't be the worst title, to be honest. If we ha- if we I had to know, pick a title I, that wasn't just Metroid, so yeah, Super Metroid would be sick. Yeah, a Super um, Metroid movie, the Super Metroid Brothers movie. Hey, now new we're Nintendo Metroid movie U Deluxe featuring Plus. Knuckles. <laughs> with crank with crank not cranky mode uh, new funky, funky mode, mode. <laughs> funky mode i can't i can't wait to talk about the la- well I'm not ready. funky but you know what i mean okay is it let's talk about that over on the other let's, side let's do it yeah I'm let's ready. do that um okay well we're gonna get out of here thank you everyone for checking this out and let us know what your thoughts on a metro movie would be i i'm so fascinated by this topic i'd love your feedback let us know over in our discord let us know over on twitter we are at omega metric pod and you can check us out on twitter as well i'm at spateri 316 dak is at dak city underscore and doom is at Duminal cross and uh we are of course at Omega Metroid Pod and OmegaMetroid.com, where you can go and check out all the latest Metroid news, articles, walkthroughs, guides, maps, you name it, it's there. Our Patreon, once again, is over there as well. Our theme song is there once again. You can download that for free 
It's free. You should do it because it rocks. Um, and check us out wherever you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. That is it. That is all. We are going to get out of here. And we will see everybody next week. Until then, take care.